What's up, James? How do we know that the clap? What is that? Explain that to me before we get started. Okay, so that's one way to like sync mm. sync the audio with the video. Okay. So I'm gonna use that video mm. and cut the audio out. So mm. it'll just be us moving our lips. Mm. And then I'm gonna use this audio with the microphones that can mm. capture us. So the clap is like one loud sound mm. that I can sync the bo both of them up. Mm. I sync up that clap. Then mm. once I mute that one, the sound here mm. matches perfectly to our lips moving. Well, you just taught me something because I didn't know what the hell that was. And that's, and that's the whole show. Thanks mm. for coming, man. I'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just letting myself out right now, then. Yeah. Hey, welcome to the podcast. You do comedy. We got James Johnson today, good friend, local comedian. He's going to talk about his past, how he started up, and tips and tricks for anybody who's thinking about doing comedy. Follow him on Instagram. Cholesterol Poppy is his name. He's also on the Poly Show Random Rant, so go ahead and check that out, too, if you want to catch more of him. Be sure to like, follow, tweet, subscribe. I don't know what else you kids do, uh, but do it. Make sure you support this channel. If you like what you're hearing, let me know. If you got questions for our future guests, anything, also put it in the comments. And the, I don't know. I don't. Do podcasts have comments? I don't know. But whatever you want to do, go ahead. Let me know. I'll ask questions. If you have a particular guest you want me to try to interview, can't guarantee it, but I'll try. Anyways, let's check it out. Finish your water, though. Finish your water. <laughs> and wash the cup, too. Mm. Mm. Oh, no. W welcome to the show. Um, so, James, uh, first question of the night. You do comedy? Sometimes. Sometimes. I like to make it full-time, you know, but you know the grind of it. I feels like the first however many years is just open mics and no money, and you don't know what the next step is. You just... Yeah, you grinding just, and hoping that it's you're grinding upward. Yeah, you're just putting your time in, practicing, getting mm -hmm. your jokes right, making sure the day you're called upon, you can deliver. <clears throat> One day, bro. Um, yeah, so the podcast, you mm -hmm. do comedy. Mm -hmm. um, it's So anyone out there who doesn't do comedy and mm -hmm. wants to do it, think about doing it, mm -hmm. but they don't know where to start nothing, mm -hmm. they can watch this and hopefully learn something, and they're like, it's a good idea. Maybe it I'll, is. you know, whatever. It's a good, good name, by the way. Thank you. I thought it was so That's basic, though. But mm. Thank you. You you searched everywhere else like, oh. for the name. Um, actually, I did. I did because mm. I didn't want to name it after something similar. Mm. Um, I didn't look to see if there was something similar. I just mm. looked for the name. I probably should have looked to see if something mm. else was doing this. You'd be alright. Ah, whatever. You're right. It's yours, trademark it, Johnny. Yep. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm gonna do that. This cup smells like garlic, bro. Was that the one I used for the cooking? Where did, I, did I grab it from the... Either way, I'm going to drink the water. Garlic water is pretty good. I don't, I don't know, man. I, don't, I didn't do the dishes yet, but uh, I'm pretty sure I didn't grab it from the sturdy... I hope you didn't. I'm pretty sure I grabbed it from a cupboard. Either way, my stomach is so ironclad, bro. I probably could eat one of these dog shit. Nah, I fucking be all right, bro. Ah, damn. No. That was gross to say. It was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> and it's on but the yeah. record. It's on the record. I just got an ironclad stomach. Like I can't even remember the last time that I was like sick. Like, you know how when you're growing up, you either you remember, like, ear infections yeah. and stomach flus and shit? Yeah, because I get Nothing. sick uh, every winter. I usually get a cold. Mm. I didn't get one last year, though, or mm. the year before. They're good. Mm. But the, every other year, I usually do. What's it from? You think you, you got that shot? Remember, the no, military? I always get the shot. I always get the flu shot. No, I'm saying it's like, I always heard that, like, the military, the military guys get, like, this weird, like, thick, syrupy shot. And they oh, all the penis shot of penicillin? And then they just... But that's like that's like once when you join. Okay. That's it. Um, yeah, yeah you're immune to everything, bro. No, you still get sick. <laughs> I just thought that's what it was, but nah, was wrong. and it, it's in the ass mm. actually. Mm. So then you like it hurts to walk and everything for like a week. Mm. It's painful, painful. Good times though. Good times. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I mean, I want to start off with like mm. your first time doing comedy, like the whole process from like. The day you woke up, like, I'm going to do this, and then the, from the time you got off the ooh. stage, the very first time, where would you start this ooh, at? Ooh, ooh, let's see. Let me, I got to think on this. Okay, I was working for a company called U-Haul. I think I've heard of them. And I was, <laughs> yeah, that company, that U-Haul. Should we edit that out? Because I'm going to talk shit about this company. I mean, I, I can bleep it out if you're going <laughs> to no. talk truth. I'm playing, but um, I was working for U-Haul, and I was the youngest guy there. Everybody else was, like, older, like, 35, 40, 45. 
I think I was maybe 20. And they was all like in that mindset of, I'm working for my future. I'm working for my family. I'm working to put away stuff, yada, yada, yada. Which is good for people who want that out of life. But at that age, I was just silly. So I was like... Party, have a good time. Mm -hmm. So I was a silly one at the job. Then they hired another dude to work with me. His name was Brandon. And we got along like peas in the pot because he was only like four years older than me. So he got my silliness. So he was like, yo, you should do comedy. You should just try it. Just try it. And I was like, nah, because I'm scared more that they're not going to laugh like with me like at me like or it's gonna be so terrible <laughs> yeah. that they like this is a train wreck i'm gonna laugh at the train wreck yeah actually i had that happen to me at the mm. mic i was telling you about tuesday mm. like they're like hey um uh after i did they're like hey go ahead you know talk about promotion right mm. well i was like hey so you know just saying hey again and mm. they just started laughing I'm like what, what i didn't even say anything <laughs> I'm like no man it's mm. just you i'm like i don't know i was like is that a good thing that it's just me <laughs> i don't know that's the that's I think that's like the fear of a lot of comments is 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 where's the laugh coming from? Is the mm -hmm. laugh coming from the material that I sat down yeah. and wrote in hopes that is funny or that I'm gonna build the funny on or are you looking at me and going, this guy has a fucking character and I don't even realize that I'm a character. Like I thought I was being serious. <laughs> no, I I get that because mm. yeah, I I've told jokes and like the punchline mm. didn't really hit and then some other thing that. I wasn't even thinking about it, mm. it was a punchline mm. that hit mm. and I do it again. I'm like, okay, apparently that one line mm. that I overlooked is the funny line. And mm. You keep it after that? Like once you figure out, like I try Like I mm. do the same. Well, before COVID, I was doing mm. the same stuff like a week or two. Cause I want to like, mm. I, I, I was like, you know, really brand new. So I really had to like build my confidence, mm. feel the timing, the everything. Mm. And so I just kept doing this exact same thing week after week until mm. I got comfortable Mm -hmm. And then eventually I was like, um, you know what? I'm gonna you, take this you're out. Breaking away. Yeah. Okay, I got you, bro. Yeah. yeah. See. So wait, wait. What happened? What happened though? Like, so you told you to do comedy, and what happened? Uh, did you I do it? I put it off for like another like six months. Then for some reason, I remember. You know what? I had got pissed at that job. Like I felt just like I I felt like I couldn't breathe. Meaning, at 20, I felt like everybody was so serious about like adulthood stuff and I kind of was still in like a child mindset in a way I'm yeah. still in, I'm still a big ass child now but I kind of got like where I was like I'm sick of this shit I, my, my friends were starting to have fun I'm always tired I'm going home and going straight to sleep it's times where I don't even go out on a Saturday then I was just like fuck it and I had quit and when I was laid off with no money and feeling myself kind of like sinking to like that depression place, yeah, yeah. I was like, let me get out of this shit by going to a comedy club. So I went to what was called Joey's Comedy Club in Michigan. It was in, I want to say, is that Redford? Um, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, it's a little bit past Inkster, if anybody's watching this and familiar with. I want or it's a little bit past Inkster and Redford and all that shit. But it's out there. And I went, I went on a Tuesday night. To just watch, because I was still, really I would just because I was like, I want to laugh. Okay. Who's funny? This is a free show because this is like an open mic. It ain't like I'm going on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday mm -hmm. with a paid comic. So I went and I met Ron Taylor. If any of y'all are familiar with Ron Taylor, he is like. Shout out to Ron. He's like, pretty much he has his name on the comedy store now. Ah. He... He's got to be like, you know how they we talk in classes when it comes to yeah. comedy. Like you're, there are two classes ahead of you, or they're in this class. He was about, I want to say he probably started maybe like eight years before me, so he would be eight classes ahead of me in terms of comedy. But I remember going and seeing him do this joke about um, how he was dating a chick who. She had a lot of R.I.P. shirts in her closet. R.I.P. Like, yeah, because everybody, like everybody, she knew was just dying. Damn. So he, the the punchline was like, like he was next, like, <laughs> like she was bad luck, like. But the way he set it up was so funny. But um, I hung around just like watching, observing him, and it was like four of the comics from like that same little class who are all pretty good now. They all packed their shit and moved to L.A. 
And they're right. doing their thing. Good for them. Good for, and how long ago was this? Oh, this was, I was watching them do stand-up in Michigan back in like 2014. So 2014. You, so, so you've been doing comedy for like six six years now? I wish. You wish? I wish. Okay, all right. We'll continue with the story then. <laughs> because I watched and watched and watched. Then I went up two years later in 2016 for the first time. So you sat back for two years just watching? I, I kept up stuff? showing up. I, this is what happened to me. I went to a bad depression, moved, lost like my apartment, lost everything was going bad for me. Then I moved in my sister's basement, which I was really in a dark space. Where all I really did was did you turn the lights on. Not really. I don't even remember if there was like <laughs> Damn, a. It was really dark. It was fucked up. <laughs> like I would get up, I'll sleep all day, wake up grumpy, put my clothes on, drive to either Mark Riley's comedy class or which or um, Joey's comedy club, and I was just observe like comics be happy doing something that they like doing but still i was a bitch like i couldn't muster up the so what what was it what was that final push that's like put you on the stage in 2016 my sister had went off on me like you've been you've been in our living in our basement too long you 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 pretty much are you giving up on life like what's wrong with you And, and black people don't take depression as serious as everybody else so it was more like a you're being a bitch cut it out as, as opposed to you're my family yeah. member and you're really going through something mentally yeah help no, you out. definitely i mean yeah i can see the concern but mm. the way you're spinning it, i don't think that's how it came off that's how i felt not I me mean, yeah, yeah. but i'm pretty i want i want to say she used kind words to me but the tone underneath the, the yeah. kind words, you could tell it's like... It's like, I want my basement back. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I got up and I finally wrote a little bit of jokes and I went to Joy's Comedy Club and it was a lady who went ahead of me. It was an old woman. Funny old woman. I wish I could remember her name. But she was a bald lady and she like crushed. Like crushed for what that was because it was like an open mic with maybe like Nine comics there, and at that place, all the comics got because Joe uh, Joey's Comedy Club was a comedy club. It wasn't like like how we do like bar shows and shit. Okay. So the comics you would get to go and be in the back, like in a like back green room and shit, and it would be people there, but not a lot. It'd be like the bringer people, like you maybe you brought your family and friends, and it'd be like a couple like people straight in who just want to laugh, or maybe they depressed too. So I'm in the back. This lady is killing. Like, it could have just been her family. Like, yeah. But I go up after her, and I'm nervous. Like, damn, this was she's really good. So I go up, and I think my first joke was about um, something like, "Have you?" This was like right around the time of Ray Rice beat the like, knocked the shit. Like right in that area, I tried to go into try to go for that. I tried to be like a. I'm being edgy. So my first line was like, have you ever noticed like how every time a professional athlete beats the shit out of his wife or girlfriend, a woman gets a job? And a laugh, that got a laugh. But it was like, Damn. Ooh. And then I went deeper, like, what if what if like women's rights, what if they just need like their MLK? Like they need like a person that like it just got darker and darker into fucked up mode. Wouldn't that be Oprah though? What she Oprah? got Oprah got to get her ass beat, or she got to get shot. Oh, oh, like, oh! They need, to a, be like they need a sacrifice. A they don't just need a symbol. They need, yeah, a, oh, they need yeah, a martyr wow. that people will wow. go. And I went in that direction, and they was like, Eesh. "Then I got off of that." And I want to say the joke I did next was like, um, "You could you you could tell like uh, if a person is a serial killer or not based off their porn preferences." And then I kind of, like, broke it down, like, BDSM means this. Like, watching glory holes mean that. And then they was like, that's a clever premise. And then, but they lit me at, like, three minutes because I had already was just going You're too far. the drain. You're too far, yeah. Like, so when I got off, the guy who was running the club patted me on the back, like, I'm not sure that humor fits you. And at that time, I'm like, I'll do whatever the 
I can do what I want. What do you mean at the time? You kind of still do that. Yeah, but I don't do dark. <laughs> like dark. No, you don't do dark, but you do the I do whatever I want. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like, I got you. But he was right, but I was I was too naive in it. So I tried to do more dark humor because it works for you. Like you have a dark humor to you, but. Do I? It's likable. Do I? To me, it's like a. You do do dark humor sometimes. I did. I did some of the dark humor, but mm. I realized, um, like, some of my favorite comedians are dark comics. Mm. You know, Anthony Jeselnik, mm. um, mm. Daniel Tosh. You yeah. know, so it's that. Like, I like Anthony's mm. dark jokes. Like, mm. just serious, dark, mm. and I like Tosh's fun, playful with the dark mm. jokes. So that was like, ah, I like them both. Mm. I like those kind of jokes. I'll do those kind of jokes, but and it worked for you. Uh, I guess it worked a little bit, but I can't sell it mm, with my personality. The mm. jokes, people will laugh when they hear, but mm. I can't keep the straight pan, the pan, um, whole you know, pan face stuff like Anthony. And then if I try to make mm. it playful, I, I feel like it's I don't, I just feel like it's not me mm. and my real voice and personality. Mm. I would like to one day, yeah, touch them up to the way that like, they're still playful. Mm. Um, but. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm glad you see me like as a dark comedian. I don't mean like dark, like bad dark. No, dark no, no, meaning yeah. you can write satirical humor, yeah. and people no. are gonna go, "I like that." Yeah, no, no, like, I, I get what you're saying. Me, I was just giant nigga off the streets who just <laughs> stepped on stage the first time, and I'm in there. You gotta beat your wife, and you gotta. Yeah, you went violent. You went violent. It's like, ah, oh, I think he's confessing. After that. I got I got the pat on the back and a dude told me yo like that's not necessarily you I don't think I think he was telling me like you're still pretty new to this shit and he was like you gotta get more into the shit that makes you you like what's the shit that is is uniquely yours and then my I'm letting it go in one ear and out the other like what the, I'm gonna be the next yeah. <laughs> and I wouldn't shit yeah. still ain't shit but uh I after that. My sister pretty much put me out, and I had to move with my mother, which made me like even go even further down the depression spiral. But I found a job like this, like I gotta get the fuck out of here. So I found a job, which kind of cheered me up a bit. But the job had me working weird hours, where it was like, do you want your paycheck to be able to support yourself, or do you want to be able to go to a fucking open mic on a Tuesday or Wednesday to work on it? And I had to choose the paycheck. Yeah, okay. So yeah. fast forward. To 2017. So I did it once. I start going to comedy clubs in 2014, looking at shit. Wow, I love this. Finally did it one time in 2016. Quit because I had to keep a roof over my head. 2017 is when I was like, I really love comedy. It's the only thing that made me like happy. So I was like, what can I do to to take it seriously? So. I wrote out a plan of what I wanted to do. And first, I was like, I'm going to take a comedy course. Not necessarily because I'm like, this going to teach me funny. But it's because it's going to force me to spend my money. And how I am, yeah. if I spend my money on shit. You're going to use it. You're going to do it. Yeah, yeah, because if I, let's say I went to the store and I bought the nastiest fucking chips. But they cost me $9. You're going to eat. I'm going to eat them fucking chips because. I spent $9. So that mentality crossed over into... Into that. Me, yeah, spending my money on comedy. So I got up every day. and I, it, it was it was a six-week course, and we went twice a week. I want to say week three, I quit. But... What happened to, like, if I spend my money, I'm going to go? But then halfway through, you're like, never mind. <laughs> you have a threshold? Like, you got to at least make it halfway, and then you can quit? Uh, it was... You know, it was one of those things where... It finally hit me, like, for me to be a comic, I have to acknowledge not only the things that make me me, but also I'm a fat, giant black man in a class of all, like, white people. The instructor white who teaching his, like, setups or his jokes is white. Humor is white. I mean, maybe. People white. But, but the, the, I would say the foundation would still be applied to anywhere. This, this would make me quit, though. I didn't mean to cut you off, though. Week three, we all writing. We getting together and write. And then we, we started to practice on stage one after the other. And one day, I'm like, we all sound like him. Punchlines, everything. Like, so his set, what he thought was funny, he was giving us suggestions. Like, oh, you should go this way with that joke. 
So by the time we had got like a set that looked a little decent to do at like a Brillo Bringer show, showcase they do at the end, we all was him. So I was like, I was like, this ain't gonna work for me. I mean, all right, but what, why didn't you? Why didn't you take the lessons, the setup, the delivery, the punchline, all that? Why don't you take that formula, mm. but then talk about what makes you you and your stuff? And hey, the way I did. Okay. If so, you when I all right, I wrote about. I got about six good minutes out of that shit that I worked on after I moved here. When I first got here, the first place I did was the dive bar, and everybody was. I was getting laughs off the shit that I had wrote there. And it was like, I remember the first time I had met Vince, he was like, yo, you funny. And he was like, I don't know how long you've been at it, but you keep working and I'll book you. Because he used to be the one. Oh, the okay. Yeah. So it got me traction here quickly. So that I'm thankful for is that the six minutes that I got out of showing up to that comedy course for three weeks before I quit, I was able to fuck with it into something yeah. so people can go when I got here people was like there's something to that as opposed to going you're like a king tamer or you're like a I mean a not king tamer but you anybody out there know who listens and knows king tamer you know what I'm talking about like king tamer is like been open mic for like 20 years kind of just goes up and it's terrible but it rest doesn't mind peace. being terrible he did no, I'm just saying. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying but, the rest of the piece of the career, I but guess. But that's what I meant. Like, when I got here, people were like, he's still raw, he's still shitty, but it's something there to the point where when I got in the comedy scene, people embraced me cause, as opposed to going, ugh. Because that happens too here, if you notice that. Like, a new comic will come, yeah. and they'll be terrible, and immediately, like, they'll get, like, yeah, they, they like don't shunned or like like you're not. Yeah, they don't. They don't. You don't see them for like another week or two, yeah. and then they come back a month or two later, and mm-hmm. then yeah. Uh, and that kind of sucks, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, you went to a course, mm-hmm. so you got a little bit of training, mm-hmm. and obviously, like you said, it worked out. Mm-hmm. Not everyone really does that. Like I mm-hmm. didn't do that. I just wrote something and I showed mm-hmm. up, and then mm-hmm. did not go well. I, I, one of my first times, I think my second or no, actually, I, I it was a while before I went to the dive bar. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it was like, ah, oh, this is not going mm. well. Mm. But you but kept at it, bro. Like that matters I kept too, at bro. It. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad I kept at it. Mm. You know, um, do you think um, for like any new comic they should do a course, or you think they should just like, well, I mean, all right, let's let's look back. Uh, well, no, you kind of answered this question. So yeah, mm. for a new comic, what should you do? You recommend doing a course first or doing a mic first, or maybe a mix? What do you? I would say do a mic first. So that you could actually, when you up there and in a moment, I think that that's telling. Like, even if you bombing, you're, you love that moment. Like, this is your moment. So that will determine a lot for people. For people, If they go up there and they're just like, you ain't got no material or you new to this and you eat shit. But once you get off, you like, I want to do it again. Then you know you want something out of comedy. Then take the course and spend your money. Or for go from that moment where you got that motivation and just keep pushing. Yeah, I think mentally that's a good plan. If you mm. go up knowing nothing, mm. you're doing what you think is funny, mm. and then you bomb, mm. and then you go to a course and mm. you learn, and you're like, that's mm. why that joke didn't work. Mm. I didn't tell it properly or mm. uh, clever enough. Mm. And then you come back, you know, um, three weeks after, you know, because you quit your six week course, but mm. you come back, <laughs> and now you're like, Wow, yeah. this is so much different and better. I mean, like that, and I mean, just like emotionally. Like some people, it's a few comments that I've met here. I don't want to be named, like put throwing people on the bus, but they, you could tell comedy is a chore to them. And it's like they think it'll be a means to an end because they want success in something else. Like you wanted to be an entertainer, you wanted to be an actor, you wanted to be this, this, or that, and it didn't work out. So you you creeping into comedy and going, I, I'm, I can be this. Mm. And you can tell when they get up there and they eat shit that they never want to do it again, but they've already lied to themselves long enough that they'll keep doing it and they end up getting in the fucking way of us. In the way how? I mean, Meaning we if- go to Mike's 
And it's 45 deep, but only 17 people either got potential, actual talent, I mean, well, I mean, material. I mean, that's what the point of a mic is for, though. It's I mean, not, yeah. If the, I'm my bad. I'm no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Can, Talk to these people. Be like, yo, how long you been at it? You hear motherfucker tell you, this is my see, 11th year. This is my 17th mm-hmm. year. 20 year. And you go, why are you here with us? When you say, why are you here with us? Do you mean like, why are you here with us? And why have you not progressed? Why have you not progressed? Because it, okay. it turns into you, you're in my way. Me, or you're in our way. Meaning, if it, if the, let's say you got to We all working job jobs, but trying to do what we're passionate about as well. If we go to a mic that's fucking 45 deep of people, some of them know they shouldn't be there. But... Why? Yeah. Reminds me of Rebar Nights. Yep. But I mean, then again, like, okay, I can see the, I can see you're the one who's been doing this for 20 years mm-hmm. and has never taken it serious enough to go put himself mm-hmm. out there to book a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, or the one who's been doing it also 20 years but never mm-hmm. got booked the show even though he's trying. Mm-hmm. I can see the ones where, like, you got to be like, look, man, you gave it your all, but you're mm-hmm. never going to the major leagues, triple A's where you're going to max out, right? Yep. But... Again, like like the ones who are the ones who've been there two or three years, mm. and they haven't improved, mm. but they're going to improve. Mm. Oh yeah, I, I would never knock. Okay, I won't knock no comic who's at an open mic. So you're really talking and about the ones who are like we're four, five, six, seven, eight years in, because it's still a room to work out. But if you've been doing it consistently, ten, fifteen, twenty years. Yeah, you're talking about the ones and that need to retire. Got nothing out of it. You're in a way of the people who have the potential, or you in a way, period. Because I don't want to go to a fucking mic yeah. that's fifty deep and you going at two in the morning. Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying with that now. Because I thought you meant like they're in the way of you getting booked. No, but no, they're just in the I, way I of that arrogant. Just... I hate that arrogant <laughs> to well, say y'all in my fucking way. I'm trying I mean, to get booked. I, I could see that because if there's a hundred comics. Mm. There's not a hundred shows where you want to go up, mm. but so I can see that. So you're just talking about like stage time to practice, like yes. Because I, I, I mean, I try to go to dive bar, but the problem mm. with dive bar, it starts late mm. and it goes late. Mm. And if you're not there early enough, you're gonna go on late. And I gotta so work up, wake up early got, for yep. work. So I'm like, I want to go, mm. but I, I'm no, ha- trying to do all my other mm. jobs. I can't get there early enough to sign up, mm-hmm. and I can't really stay late enough to like go up at midnight. True. And, now I had that list had about. 14 less people who are real with themselves. Like, I'm not really funny. I'm doing this for these reasons. Or I'm doing it for selfish reasons. Or this is a hobby. Or maybe I should do something. If they were honest, they wouldn't be there. And then no. you could go up earlier <laughs> and know, actually yeah. be a comic who's building on something that's already there. You know what, though? Um those are the people you're talking about. Mm. I I haven't talked to many of them, but mm. I've seen the ones and I've heard they've been doing this for a while and they're mm. they're not they're not going on anywhere for whatever reason. Mm. I don't see them at Dive Bar. You don't. And I feel like they should be the ones at Dive Bar because you mm. know how tough Dive Bar can be. Like dive Bar that, tell you the truth. You know I, I don't mean to cut you off, bro. Right I was gonna say because you know that first hour and there's people there hanging mm-hmm. out listening. Mm-hmm. After that, it's just the comics, and yeah. then we're just all in the bar drinking or outside mm-hmm. smoking. So there's really no one. Mm-hmm. And that. Or I feel that, that I like that because if I go up and I tell a joke and someone in the crowd actually heard it and laughed, mm. I'm gonna keep that. Mm. It's dive bar approved. Mm. You were not paying attention, but I caught you caught it. Mm. That's true, but like the dive bar, I feel like I will say that I I've been here for two years now. I have seen the, the delusional comics go up at the dive bar and you don't you really don't see them anymore afterwards like they go nah. up and they eat shit either because they got there early and there's people and didn't get in the last and they're like fuck or they get there late and go up and it's just all comics who just looking at them in the mouth like this shit is terrible and then you got Randall and Bruce who I love to death because constructive criticism they always honest yeah. with me so it, I know they when they see it, they'll go, that shit was awful. Yeah. In yeah. hopes that the comic will go, you're right, how can I improve? As opposed to going, fuck this, I'm going to go somewhere else where yeah. I can get an easy laugh or the Def- bullshit. Definitely. I mean, it's good. It's humbling. Like, if I, 
went to like I went to like the uh, like you know the open mic Cork and Thorn right mm. and those other mics that are mixed mics with mm. poets and musicians mm. and they're there for the art and entertainment they'll mm. laugh mm. but you take that same joke to Die Bar mm. and that's a different environment it's a, it's a bar that's true it's a bar joke so they're not they're not in the same mentality mm. you can't do those clean fa- hey coffee lovers does your coffee make you skinny if you're already drinking coffee and you're looking to increase your energy decrease your waistline and boost your focus then skinny brew coffee is for you this instant french roast coffee helps burn fat fire up brain function and enhance your energy with naturally sourced caffeine it burns fat curbs cravings increases energy sharpens focus it's also vegan non-gmo and has no soy ingredients and right now we have a great offer for Black Friday. We're going to match you dollar for dollar in free product. So spend $25 now and you get $25 for free product next month. Visit my website, Rayana, that's R-A-E-A-N-N-A-B-U-R-D dot itworks dot com. Rayana Bird dot itworks.com family jokes at, at this mic and then try to do it at a bar That's where true. at the bar it's a bunch of you know comic smokers drinkers people with dark humor mm-hmm. you know so it, it's it's a good humbling but they don't come back they should mm. come back That's true. if randall tells you you sucked mm. he uh, he's being honest yeah but you, like you said you should be like damn i suck i should find out why take, i yeah, suck take it as a challenge record your shit listen to it Come back and go. Let me keep improving on this. But some of them don't. They they go. You rejected me, but I'm gonna go over here because I can get a cheap, easy laugh. Or they just never come back and they just keep that delusion going of I'm good, mm-hmm. which is the bullshit part. Which is why I love, even though I fucking get Paco a lot of shit. Yeah, you guys give each other a lot of shit. He's. He, I should have you both on. He's here. very. Talk it out on the show. He's very honest. In he, terms is, he, of, he is honest, and he's honest, and then he tells you why he's honest. Mm-hmm. Like so, he'll, yeah, he'll tell me like him, but then he'll tell me the joke. You should do this. You should say mm-hmm. this instead. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, man, I, I, I lost my train of thought. Key. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Went off on a tangent. Nah, I'm calling cool. you comics out. No. It's cool. It's cool because you know there's a, there's a spin to this. You know, mm. whoever's listening to this, mm. uh, I think I got one listener. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got I got one because they hit me up I'm like when's the next episode mm. so I got one guaranteed listener that's cool so bro. hopefully he picks up something you, from this cause you got two now bro I'm listening bro listen. I'm gonna go check the stats because it tells me who's listening and who's not I'm, if I don't see your name on that list I'm not airing this episode <laughs> I, I'm serious I'm listening yeah. no, that's good um, alright well let me get to another question because yeah we got in a little bit of a tandem there but I'm yeah, gonna stick with the on. same theme though because mm. I like this theme um, were you have were you ever so did you ever get to the point where, like, you had a bad set and you're like, fuck this. I'm not doing this again. Like, fuck comedy? Yeah. Like, a really bad night. that you were just like, you know what? I don't need to be doing this. I got a job, whatever. I have never. I've, I've had a lot of bad sets. But I've never gotten off the stage and wanted to regress back into my life of being a nine to fiver who just. Gets like a cubicle job, does that for forty. The conveyor belt life. Yeah. You went to college. You 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 got married at this age. You had a family at this age. You retired at this age. You died at this fucking that life. Not you. Scares the shit out of me. So even when I get off stage after bombing, I feel great. Like, yeah, I don't. When I bomb now, mm. it's not like it was the first. Like the first time, mm. it's crushing. You're like, mm. I thought I was funny. Mm. I thought I was going to be the next George Lopez or Kevin Hart. <laughs> mm. but nope. Mm. But then, like, it happens so often. You're like, all right, I know. that was It was my energy. Mm-hmm. I, it, it, not energy because it wasn't my energy. Oh, I messed up that joke. Mm. Um, you know what? That punchline wasn't really good. So it's, mm. yeah, you bomb and it just gets easier. You're like, mm-hmm. whatever. Somebody I was listening to said most of comedy is not the actual moments of glory when you're on stage, when you're actually doing well, is finding those moments of glory in all of the bombing. You're going to eat so much shit. 
And in yeah. the sh- bowls of shit that you eat, they're going to be gems. But we got to eat the bowl of shit. Yeah, really do. <laughs> there's, like, there's times where, like I said, I bombed mm. and a joke or a line that mm. wasn't even supposed to be funny mm. was the hit. And it's mm. helped me like, all right, um, people laugh at that. Let me work around that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you bomb, but you find treasure. True, bro. I fucking love comedy, man. I, I, I never, I should have known that I was going to end up doing something that had to do with this shit because I used to only watch Comedy Central when I was a kid. Like, yeah. uh, maybe I think my life was so fucked up that I didn't want to experience no other entertainment besides shit that made me laugh. Just to keep the pain away. Yep. So I watched a lot of Comedy Central. I I was watching comedy specials. I remember being 10 and 11, just wanting to laugh at something. And then here it is, like full circle, almost, almost full circle, because I ain't shit yet, where it's like, (laughs) wow, I'm in the field of the shit that I spent years watching because it made me feel better. Without even realizing that it was kind of always there yeah. for the push. And it's rewarding when someone tells you, hey, man, you were funny. Mm. Yeah, that's always rewarding. Especially mm. like when you bomb. Mm. But someone's like, no, I, I like I like what you're like. Oh, okay. You know, mm. it's rewarding when people listen. And then that's you know true. that you're going up there. Mm. And whether you think you did good or bad, someone mm. con- says, hey, you did good. I really like it. But can it's you rewarding. admit, my bad, uh, can you admit the other spectrum of that which is you standing next to the guy who they're like you're so good and you like what about me <laughs> because That's i've had sucks. that happen where they like you're amazing mm. and i'm standing there like i've had that like especially uh especially like when i started because you know when you start yeah. mm. you usually have some someone else starts with you you know the class mm-hmm. so you're like the brand new class of comics mm-hmm. um and you tend to like be hanging out with each other because you haven't been mm-hmm. into the group yet mm-hmm. so that happened to me a lot when i first started you know, and I, I got it. Like, my shit wasn't great. This mm. other person was doing a lot better. But, yeah, you're just next to him like, mm. hey, you did great. And it's like, oh, do you do comedy too? Yeah, I was I was up there too. <laughs> <laughs> I was right before them, actually. Oh, that shit happened to me. We was at Cork and Thor. Was you there that day? Uh, with, with the fucking photographers and shit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. a fucking oh, bystander, yeah. bro. Like, okay, uh, this is a quick little story. Quick little story. <laughs> quick little story. Um... So we're at the Mike Cork and Thorn. James is kind of pissed off because he didn't get to go up. And the way it's set up, um, you sign up, but you might not go up. She, she, yeah, she picks who wants who she's going to put up for the mm-hmm. night. James was pissed because he didn't get to go. Yeah. I went up, and I saw one of my better, my, mm-hmm. one of my better did, sets of hands. You did have a good set. I did. I did. Mm-hmm. Pat on the back. Um, but I, <laughs> we get done. We're hanging out on the outside, mm-hmm. having our smokes, having talking jokes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And this what was this lady? It was like it was her daughter's birthday or something. Yeah, like they had on those born winter shirts. Yeah, that's right. So they they come over and I think they were drunk. I think the mm. mom was drunk, but they're like, "Oh, let me get a picture with you." Right. And it was with um, it was with Tran. They wanted to get a picture with Mike Tran yeah. and Amir. Mm-hmm. I was like, "You guys were so funny." As a matter of fact, let's get a group picture. And we're all there. And like the, I'm yeah. de- next to Tran. I'm like. I was up there too. Did you not hear me laugh or make you laugh? But they they said like, hey. But they said like, oh, you come up too. Like, all right, cool. But unfortunately for James, you didn't get to go up. The lady handed me. She was like, sir, sir, can you take my phone and take these pictures of us? And I was standing there like, I'm a comic too. I'm in. I'm a part of the game. But that that type of shit, it it humbles you. So I'm I'm glad that happened to me because. I, I don't think that I'm obnoxious at comedy because I tell myself all the time I ain't shit. I even like when people tell me I ain't shit. But it made me go, because I remember the week prior to that, I I had a real good set there. So I was like, I'm definitely going up to crush tonight. And her going, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick these people randomly and mm-hmm. you're not one of those. Made me go in my psyche, like, you know, you know the fuck I am? I'm James. I was here last Friday. Right. I was here I, last Friday. I killed that free show. Y'all caught but, me water. That's yeah, how good I was. Yeah. But that it was it was it was fun. It was, Cause I was laughing as I was taking the photos for her. Like you know, he wasn't I laughing. Love. I saw his face. <laughs> <laughs> You're like these motherfuckers. These motherfuckers left me out. But that that type of shit makes me like comedy even more because it's you want the recognition? Yep, it, that and it, comedy is a 
it's a what have you done for me lately type thing. Like you can be, you can crush in front of people on a Friday, see them same people on a Tuesday, and they can just go. Eh. Well, we reset, yeah. yeah. That was Friday, man. We heard that already. Do something else, or it's just maybe your energy wasn't right. So it's 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 a it's an ebbs and flow type thing, but. Adam told me something. He was like, you, you want to get to a point where you consistent enough where you always get laughs. Like, once you get on stage, you get on stage on a Friday, you get laughs. You go on a Thursday, you get laughs. You go on a Tuesday. And then you get consistent enough to where people can go, I I could trust that, giving that guy time because he's not going to eat shit. He's, he, it's, he's got something that's proven. Yeah. And that's the point where I'm trying to get to because I've only got about 14 minutes, maybe 15. And the rest is me just letting my personality be funny. Yeah. But And it sucks there's not very many mics right now because mm. um, I was going, I was like, what, one mic at least tonight? So I was trying to go mm. to all of them. Mm. And... I didn't get laughs on every single joke every single time, mm. but there'd be one joke that got laughed, but the next night a different joke got laughed, mm. and the other one didn't. Um, and that helps because then you're like, why did it work here mm. and not here? Mm. And why did? And then you can tell, look at the crowd, you're like, this That's is a true. different crowd. And you, do, you can't do, uh, you can't really do those offensive jokes at old people. Yeah, oh, you know? oh, I eat shit in front of old people. Yeah, man. but then you learn like, all right, this joke's not going to work with them, mm. so I'm going to pull that one out. So yeah, that definitely mm. helps. So you can get that consistency every night. Mm. You're funny, and right. you got, all you're doing is taking a joke out or putting mm. a joke back in. Mm. So with that being said, here's my question, though. Um, I, I think I kind of know the answer, but mm. should you be going to every single mic every single night that, or as many as you can, or should you cherry pick and go to the mics that have a good audience and good response, or even vice versa, the ones that it's hard to succeed? But it'll help push you. I think it depends on what you want out of comedy. You want to be a well-rounded comic that can make anybody laugh, any ethnicity, any race, any age. Then you got to go to multiple rooms of any ethnicity, like you black rooms, white rooms. Remember OSHA? Remember going to OSHA? Uh, oh, cuisine? yeah, yeah. That yeah, was, what, like a fucking Thai restaurant. And some of them didn't even speak English, bro, but we was there. Yeah, we were. So it's, it's, that, it's, that, it's that type of thing if you want to be – Real rounded, but then you got the comics who are like, they find their niche is a niche or niche. Um, we'll look it up. I don't want to. I don't want to sound stupid bro. myself. Niche, niche, and they is stay it? there. I thought it like, was a T. Niche, niche, N I C H. That weird little comma thing over the E. Is it a comma? Is it wait? Isn't that weird little squiggly line? Is there a K in it? N I C H E. Oh H. With that little weird squiggly line over there. I think it's niche. Yeah. We'll go with that. We're learning, people. <laughs> um, but you got comics that find their demographic. Or like, take a, um, what the fuck is his name? He's a successful, Russell Peters. Okay. Russell Peters don't got to be funny to white people, don't got to be funny to black people. He goes up in front of, like, some Asians, some Indians, and he does jokes that, makes them the center of attention like they're the punchline but in a good way so he sells out like if you look out at his like audience or who's watching no black people there fucking hispanic people there some white people but it's mainly to be indians who are like this is for us so there's that type of comic who found his demographic where he's like i'm only appeal only to that then you won't see that type of comic Mm-hmm. Ain't no reason for him to be on Def Jam, <laughs> to be on BET and no shit like that. But I would say at this age, at this level, do it all just to see if you can. If you find your niche or you want to go to a certain way, then go that way. But I mean, I think it'd be hard as a newbie trying mm. to find that. Because one, you're new, you don't have jokes, mm. you don't have solid 5, 10, 15 minute set. Mm. Um, no one knows who you are. So to try to find a demographic early on, it's, 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 how are you going to do that? You it's it's going to be almost impossible. Like that's it, true. But just think about what comedy is. You 
we go to black mics. How many white people you see at the mics we go to? Besides the scene, besides the workers, it's maybe like <laughs> you don't see a lot. Of, even in our scene, we go to black mics, and you won't see a lot of the comics here. Well, right now you are. Next, uh, well, now you're seeing a bit of this them is the only because it ain't yeah. yeah. But once the other mics come back, you don't see them over there. Uh-huh. So that's not necessarily their demographic. They're doing it because they have to, but. Once the other shit comes back, you'll see they're gonna go right back to the side where they get the love from. The I feel, thing. yeah, I'm, yeah, I feel like they shouldn't though, because mm. it's nice to be well rounded, mm. and it's nice to know your jokes gonna work mm. with any group, mm. because like you're you don't have to focus on that one demographic. Mm. You got the whole world now. That's true. And if your joke works for everyone, mm. who cares who comes to the show? That's it's true. It's gonna work. I have gotten humble because listen. Old black people can't stand my shit, bro. Like, cause or it's man, it's cause I wanna be, I wanna be dirty and raunchy, and I wanna say shit that makes old black women heckle me and tell me I need Jesus in the middle of my shit. Which happens the first time we went, the second time we went to what was it, Bobab? I think it was, oh, just, yeah. it was just me and um, just, you and Paco for the first time, and then you start joining us, but. This old lady was like, "You need Jesus." I will say they all the they do like to talk those old ladies because mm-hmm. they did one of my and I was doing kind of good, but they kept talking. Mm-hmm. But that that sucks because you want to, but then again, you want that reaction. That's so true. What's that? What's I mean? What's that say? Like, because mm-hmm. I I do like the dark human, the little shock, and like mm-hmm. when I said something's kind of fucked up, and I I like I've loved it when people say like, "Oh shit." But then again, mm. that's not always a laugh, mm. and it's not always uh, um, sellable and marketable for every room. That's true. So, I mean, but with them, I always feel like I don't want old people as my demographic because they don't even know how to use the ooh. internet. Like, they're not going ooh. and buying. If, if we made it tomorrow, them motherfuckers ain't going to be front row with our shit. They don't even... Well, not like the old old, but the new old the ones. Ones getting up there. Come, I would say fifty five and older. That's fair. Can barely use a fucking iPhone. Why do I need you to to love my shit? Um, if what do I need if, you for? If there's any fifty five and older that happen to be listening to this, oh, I'm sorry. I, I do bad. not condone, and but, I do not endorse this man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you go to that mic, you you see. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I, like, I can see it. You don't. Mm, I can say it because I do. Mm. I don't have any group that I don't want to perform mm. for. Mm. But my least favorite is old people, especially old black people. I think you know. I think I might have to agree with you on just mm. old people in general. I'm not mm. gonna point out a race, you know. Mm. But uh, <laughs> but Wakanda like, forever, baby. <laughs> but like, I don't think I like. Okay, so there was that show in Mesquite. Yeah. Um, and I reached out to the guy. Mm. And he said, like, it's an older crowd, like a retirement home or whatever. Mm. And then I realized. No, because I realized I don't think they'll like my jokes. Mm. I don't think they'll get my jokes. Mm. If I do my dating jokes, Mm. I'm pretty sure that they might be dating, but I don't think they're on an app. And if they are, I guess I could write this joke now that I'm thinking about it. Mm. They'd have to go to, like, their granddaughter and be like, hey, can you help me swipe right on Tinder? Mm. So, you know. So that's why they didn't do it. You would have to age your material backwards to make it suitable for them because. I think that once you get to a certain age of oldness, you kind of stuck in your ways. Like I feel like if you if you if you were to go up and you went up with like in front of like some old motherfuckers with like the Rat Pack style of energy or like that style of their uh, delivery, they'd be like, oh, "No, oh, yeah, we well, we like this." No, well, I'll, I'll say the new the old people mm. of this, the mm. ones who are just turning fifty five and older. Mm. They're more savvy. They're more tech savvy. Mm. I mean, they got their OnlyFans. They got mm. their TikToks. You know, mm. I've seen those MILF ones on there. Mm. So those ones are tech savvy. Okay. So then you got to wonder, they got friends mm. who aren't doing that stuff, but mm. they're savvy enough also. Mm. I don't know why I went with the OnlyFans. <laughs> I think that's all I'm seeing on hey. Instagram, the MILFs. But they point is, there, bro. <laughs> point is, there's 55 hey. people. Okay, I'll, I'll say there's 70 and up. Mm. I think that's what I'll draw that 70 up. 55. I think they can still work with stuff. I don't. I mean, cause my mother is fifty six, and she she's set in her ways now. Like whatever she liked in her youth, 
now that she's older, she goes to those periods where she's like, I want to relive that nostalgia. Any new shit to her, it's like, every now and then something seeps in. Damn. But she wants to go back. Like, so if you going up there as a, your style of comedy, my style of comedy, and we talking all this new shit to them, you got the ones who want to be young that'll be like, yeah. The ones who will go to a fucking Gucci Man concert and they 45. That's like, yeah. Right. You know what? I'm going to change my age from 70 mm. to 45. Because <laughs> now that you mentioned your mom, I'm thinking my mom and my dad. Because mm. they're, the, they're like in their 50s also. And mm. then I'm thinking like, wait a minute. They call me to come over mm. just to print. Yep. So then I'm like, you know what? You got a point. Do you want that demographic front row? Well, I don't. I don't. I don't want to like discourage. I don't want to like lose that demographic either. So like, I don't want to also do like you're saying. Do mm. you know time travel and start mm. doing jokes and acts from like the fifties? Writing backwards, like you. What do you well, guys think of John Wayne? That nigga been dead for forty years. I don't want to do jokes on that nigga. Um, Did you well, like good, the bad, and the ugly? No. Why don't we just Clint challenge? Eastwood? Why don't we challenge ourselves and do those old jokes in a new way? Cause I mean, I'm sure some people are gonna laugh. We're like, hey man, you guys know, you know, like that John Wayne guy. I love that guy. I'm gonna go see him next week. I just saw his ad. Mm. You know, something stupid, and then okay. people be like, wait a minute, he's, he's dead. Yeah. Like, wait, did you yeah, just that, find that? Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. yeah so, I got you. So why why lose a demographic when you just gotta rework jokes? I can, like I said, I can still do the mm. dating jokes. Mm. If I do the dating apps, I'd be like, swipe. I just have to, you know, like, oh, you old people might not get it, but ask mm. your granddaughter, you know. I, I got. I feel like it would be harder. I think I don't care much for that demographic, mainly because I I would I wouldn't want to write for them. But if if somebody challenged me to it, like you a bitch if you can't, I sit down and try to write you know something what? for it. You got a point, and you know what I'm gonna say, James. You a bitch if you don't. Then I sit. I'll let's sit do down it. and let's, I'll try to write something for old people, bro. I'm not saying let's write old for old people, but because like I was saying, like I don't want to single out one demographic as mm. who I want in my shows. But I want to be universal. I want 18 to 40 at my shit, bro. I want people, like, once I make it to the point I'm getting booked, mm. I want people who have money to sh- come to my show. I don't care about your age. So, and That's then, like, a good way to put it. And then it goes to, like, Wait, why is, is Dorothy really going to get in her car and come and see you? She's, she's 65 years old. Yeah, but, like, by the time I she's get to. sleepy at four But, like, 10 years from now when I'm doing shows and I'm maybe hopefully headlining or something. Dorothy, who's 55 now, is going to be 65. Yeah, but you know what? Maybe her granddaughter will be like, oh, my God, he's so funny, my Grandma. And he does this joke <laughs> about old people. You will love it. Mm. And then she shows Dorothy the joke. Mm. And she's like, oh, my God, I do love it. Mm. It's like, oh, he's going to be here next week. Oh, let's have a you know granddaughter's daughter today. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like granny I, a freak, like the granddaughter, like granny. She like, oh baby, let's have a threesome with him. Let's, rem- get, rem- let's get Johnny over mm, here. Reminds me of my OnlyFans days. <laughs> you, can still, you can still have that. Get over here, Johnny. Let me show you. Let me give you some sugar, baby. Oh, I mean, uh, <laughs> Johnny. That, that's all I'm saying. Like, why? Why? why I mean, I get it, mm. but I also don't get. It. Uh, so I'd rather be. You right. A joke that's universal. You right. That makes sense. Um, but I would have to ask you like this question, which is what, what's, what's, what's the end game of what you want out of comedy? Like, do you want to be like universally uh, loved or do you want like to find now that's your a- cult, so to speak? The people who rock with you, who, if you show up like, Hey, I'm at this place, they there. That's a, that's a diehards, bro. That's a good question. Um, I think we'll answer that on the next episode. Oh, we over? No, <laughs> we still got we still got a few minutes. But I'm like, you made me think. You asked me. You asked me a question. This is new. Let's do four hours, bro. Let's keep going. When it shuts off at hours? No, I shut it off when I'm ready. Mm. I just I, I feel like more than an hour. Like I'm not trying to be Joe Rogan, you know. And I feel like an hour is good. Let's do an hour, then another hour separate for that you could post somewhere down the line. Or you ready to uh, go? It's your no, shit, I'm bro. Sta- I'm, st- I'm staying here. No, thing, I'll definitely have you back, though. Mm. I'll have I'll have you know guests come back because there's more tips and stuff, mm. you know. But I, f- I feel like an hour is where I'm trying to limit it right now, mm. just so people like don't get they don't like get to a point where like, man, this thing's mm. never over. I want to get to the next episode because mm. I want you guys to get to the next episode. Hey. Um, uh, no, but like what I want from as far as comedy, the long term, I just I want to be a writer. Mm. Uh, for shows, movies, you know, like uh, maybe, maybe yes, and I don't know, but I want to be able to write comedy. You Neil Brennan, bro. You know, I'm Johnny Castillo. 
<laughs> you know what I mean, though. Not nah, yeah. So, but as far as and as far as like, if you're referring to like doing comedy, mm. it'd be nice to tour. Mm. Um, I don't care if, if I never have a Netflix special, mm. but it'd be nice to be like, hey, let's go to let's hey, let's, let's go to Chicago, James. Like, all right, mm. there, let, we'll we'll call up somebody. We'll see if you got a show. And to be at the level, be like, hey, you coming? Oh, I got a mm. show. Do you want a, a feature headline? Mm. That much enough so someone knows who I am. Mm. But I'm not some major guy. If mm. I make it to the point where I'm like the next George Lopez, or mm. if I gain some way, I can be the next Fluffy. Mm. Awesome. But mm. ultimately, writing. But as far as mm. comedy, just to be recognized. It's pretty good. You getting recognized now, bro? Damn. Like, am I? Because I keep making this running joke that mm. I'm very forgetful. I met so many people, and then I re meet them, and I re meet them, mm. and I'm just like. <laughs> just look at the hair at least like the hair right should be like that's a, what i'm about to say like even the hair doesn't the work hair, bro i feel like that would be a calling card and it's not mm. so yeah what uh, do you want what do you want out of comedy um i don't fuck it well really is i think that wealth and success like in a big way would be great but for me if I can fire my coat, I'm good. But like, if I if I got popular enough to where, let's say, 150,000 people in America like me enough to where if I go to any state, I can sell out like a little place or, let me put it this way. If I can get, I thought I told you this before. If I let's, I look at it in a way. If I can get a hundred thousand people who, who, who love my comedy, love me as a person, and they go, I enjoy you so much. You've given me content on this application on this. Here's a dollar per month. Hundred thousand, hundred fifty thousand people give you a dollar a month. That's how I, stood, I look at it. That's like, you want even twenty thousand people. Liking my content to go, here's a dollar a month. Yeah. Like, okay. I don't need Netflix to be like, here's you, you. $40 million for us. I would like everybody. I would, like I would say, like, like, if Netflix wants to offer you that, you don't want to take it, I'll take it. Oh, everybody would like that. I, I'll, put, I'll put on blackface. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> $40 million? But, like, as a platform to start off, I look at it that simple. Can I be funny enough to get people to draw into my shit and go, you want a, you I want like supporters. Here's a, yep, yep, like a cult in a way, but in a good way. No, you want an OnlyFans, but you don't want a strip. I want to, yeah. I want OnlyFans where they like my humor, they like me as a person, my charisma, my personality, and they go, you help me get through my day. Here's a dollar. And I've seen that happen and work for people because on the- We should, we should do this. We should, uh, at the end of the show, we should- uh, set up a, an mm. OnlyFans, a patron, or GoFundMe, or whatever, mm. and be like, if you like us, give us a dollar. That's true. Free subscription. We won't post anything, mm. but if you give us a dollar, we'll, <laughs> we'll give you a shout yeah, out. We, yeah, we, I'll have to put the content out there and, and, and be likable, but mm. I look at it that simple. Like, if I could do something that makes me happy and make a wage where I'm not feel like I'm going to have to run myself into the ground for money, I'm cool. That, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I think I think we're kind of in line, mm. kind of in line, you know. Um, now it's all about content anyway. Like you gotta, yeah, you gotta be original. If we can just, if we can sit down and create something that people want to watch, and they're like captivated by it for forty to fifty, forty to fifty-two minutes of their day. They'll uh, go, thank you. Or 56 minutes and 39 seconds, Fuck, 40 seconds. Over. Nah, that's cool. They're not going to like it. <sighs> they no, better no, like no. it. But nah. yeah, that's, I mean, because you're No, no, nah, nah, dude, you're fine. You're fine. This is, uh, mm. you know, this is your this is your time. You got a microphone, too? That's what that's what I noticed a bit about the the shit me and Mike Tran do. Oh, you know what? I wanted, I wanted to get into that. I think we'll next save that episode. for the next, the next episode. But I just want to say this one thing. His fan base is starting to embrace us. So on one of the episodes, I talked about my health shit, being a diabetic, you know, having to take metformin, having to monitor my sugar and my blood sugar levels and shit. Yeah. His fans literally get in my inbox on Instagram 
and they pray for me. They thank me for being out there talking about diabetes. They fucking suggest shit that'll help me with my health. You should. Uh... They're like, we care about you, and that's what I want. People who care enough to go. I feel like you. You have something to do with me. I want to support your content because you add to like you you're you're speaking on a topic that I've I've got diabetes too, but I don't like to talk about it because yeah, 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 people don't like to talk about their problems hard. Like mm. like I don't I don't have until now or the, at the very beginning I tried to like do personal mm. stuff jokes, but then I was like I'm not ready, mm. and then now recently. I'm like, you know what? It's time. It's time. Mm. I'm still doing some of the dark. So I'm gonna rework it, but mm. it's it's time. You know, no one no one's had my life. Mm. Uh, but you know what? You should do now. You should definitely do that OnlyFans, and for only one dollar a month, you can they can support your diabetes. Yeah. That makes hella sense, bro. It does. Because the amount of shit that like they always suggesting, you need to try this new product out. Or my sister has it, and this she's going through this. You my should, brother, my father. You should be the new I face. You're gonna be okay. That type of stuff. You should be the new face of diabetes. You should like reach out to metaform and be like, "Yo, um, have you guys seen my Instagram? I'm getting like all these messages and thoughts and prayers. Yeah, Hella thoughts and prayers. Yeah. They love or it's it's people want to. It's one thing that Paulie Shore did say is people want to like you. They want to root for you, but you got to give them a reason to. Yeah. So the reason is, I'd hope that I'm charismatic enough, likable enough. I, I share my personal experiences with you. I'm open. Hopefully, you go. I listen to your podcast for 45 minutes a day. I buy a T-shirt with your face or something on it. You know, something. I come to a comedy yeah. show and watch you. That's what I feel like. That's what we all want. Right? Like we yeah. we gotta get. The people on our side, bro. Definitely, definitely. One at a time. Definitely. Um, it's gonna take some time, but we'll get there. That's true. All right. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna end this here. Um, one last question mm. to any to any one watching this who's new to comedy mm. or wants to be new to comedy is thinking about going out to a mic. Um, whatever wherever you are in the process, what is one bit of advice that you would give to them? Don't hump the fucking stool. Don't think you being edgy by talking about pussy and dicks because you're not. Everybody does that shit at some point before they grow out of it. I would say be kind to the people that you meet at these mics. Some of these people will be great. Some of them will be just fucking homeless people just in a fucking way. But be kind to everybody. And most importantly, write original material and oh i forgot this one is we going over because i don't mean nah, at this point it doesn't matter now don't go up there and lean on a a a don't have a scapegoat so to speak like i remember going to mike's and it would always be a guy who's like it's my first time on stage and then he would go i'm drunk but him saying he's drunk is him like consoling himself yeah, like, on the fact that he might eat shit. Like you had to get drunk to do it or say it so that you could just, even if you eat shit, you get off stage and go, I was fucking drunk, whatever. But you care. If you care about this shit, get up there sober, give it a shot. And if you like it, stick to it. Cause it's light at the end of the goddamn tunnel, bro. It's just, it's a long tunnel. Oh my god, the tunnel. The tunnel was so fucking long, bro. Listen, we still in the darkness, bro, but we gonna make it out the other side. One way or another. Alright, um I love having you. Uh, I'm Thank you for having me on, bro. I'll probably see you again because I see you a lot. Hell yeah. Uh, we'll do this again, second episode. Um yeah. Mm. Um maybe we'll try to get Paco on here so you yeah. guys can squash out the beef. I fucking hate Asians, fucking chink motherfucker. No, I'm kidding. I'm going to bleep that out for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, everyone watching, listening, thank you for joining us. Um, I haven't said this, but actually, I should I should do this at the beginning. But, you know, go ahead and like, follow, comment. Mm-hmm. If you got questions. Um, hell, yeah, if you got questions, because I want to start incorporating your questions into the show. Mm-hmm. If you want to know more, um, if you want to have someone come back, you know, like, comment, subscribe, follow, tweet, 
retweet whatever other TikTok. I don't give a damn. Hey. Just do something. So uh, thank you. Goodbye. Hold on, hold on. Uh, cholesterol Poppy is my Instagram. Oh, if shit, you like my, to follow, yeah, that's my bad. Go ahead and do your plug. Go ahead and do your plug. Um, you can follow me on Facebook, James Kyle Johnson, James K Johnson. You notice my big head. Uh, and yeah, just. Cholesterol Poppy's my Instagram. I don't have a Twitter because it's fucking terrible, bro. It's really political right now, which is awful to me. Even black Twitter? Oh, I love black Twitter. But right now, they like mourning the death of fucking King Von and fucking mm. Mo3. So it's like sadness. So I stay away from that shit. But yeah, Cholesterol Poppy, thank y'all for listening. I love y'all. We love y'all. Johnny, thank you for having me on, bro. Hey, no problem. The, his links will be in the description. So follow him. Like, follow all that shit again. Goodbye. <laughs>